Maddie. <laughs> I wasn't yes. even looking at you. That is such a rough open. I was stretching. Then we'll start over. No, I think that's going to ride. <laughs> Emmett's going to scream, but I'm going to tell him to start it back there. It worked out. Hi, everybody. We're still here. It's not getting cut. Welcome to the show. How's it going? You know what? It's going pretty well. I had a great weekend. I went to dinner in Chicago on Friday, and it was not at a place. It was at someone's house, and they made us taco dip, and they put THC in the taco dip. And it was so good. I can't even... The taco dip was so good, but then the fact it was laced with drugs. How could you ask for anything more? How? And taco dip? Okay, here's my question. Did they share the recipe? Like, was it butter? Was it an oil? Like, what they use to put so it in there? She put it together while I was there, so I'm giving you a rough estimate of what it was. Sure. A little bowl, mm-hmm. but like flat bottom, you know? Mm-hmm. Refried beans. Mm-hmm. A cream cheese, taco seasoning, cheddar cheese, maybe like mixture, mm-hmm. and then had THC in it. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I got pretty happy while I was there. So I can't 100% remember what the whole taco dip looked like, but it was great. It was thick. You couldn't, I mean, it was great. No going, so no going wrong. And when you're, you know, high enough. Everything tastes good. Crunchy chips with a dip. Game over. Game over. I love that. Um, We also went up on the roof and smoked a joint, and it was the prettiest thing I've ever done in my life. What part of, I mean, you don't have to, like, give this person's address, but is it, like, what was the situation of where in Chicago? So, we're, you know, you know that thing called Lakeshore Drive? Yes, I'm... So that, like, runs by the lake. And it's, like, near... So they're, like, behind that. So you can see the water and everything from their apartment. So it was super Mm -hmm. pretty, and it was pretty close to, like, where you would walk to go to one of the beaches. I just don't even know what beach I would tell you. And honestly, when Emmett listens to this back, he's going to be like, we were nowhere near where you're telling people we were. Because I am so bad with Chicago geography geography yes if you're familiar if you're familiar with the geography um i have to be honest in that i don't really know chicago either i like i know i know some i i'd believe whatever you told me is good that's how Um, it should be well well how was your weekend mine was fine it was the first weekend off in like a month so I did nothing. Um, Perfect. We did. That's not true. We did some stuff uh, yesterday. We went on a walk and got coffee. And we went to the Smorgasburg, which is essentially it's this like food vendor festival thing that happens on Saturdays uh, in New York, in Williamsburg. And they have an LA version now and it's downtown and it's a lot of fun. There's, I would say here it's not as uh, well. And I don't know, cause post pandemic, but it's not as popular here as it is in Brooklyn because in Brooklyn, it's like 
you're crammed in, but it's also everything's a little closer together because the spot is closer. This place is right. like in this huge open parking lot, whatever. So it didn't feel as chaotic. Uh, it was also really hot. Mm. And we had screwed up in that we ate like too soon to when we went. So we really weren't that hungry, but went and walked around. Um, ben got a haircut at a random place over by there that we ended up going to. And then we went to an oyster bar and he had some oysters and I had shrimp cocktail and it was good. Nice. Um, and then just sort of like went to the grocery, hung out, chilled out all night. We watched um, this weekend. We watched the first season of Uncoupled, which is Ooh. the new um, it's the new Neil Patrick Harris TV show on Netflix. And it is so Ooh. good. Is um, it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Ben, it's funny, up until literally the last, like, two minutes of the first season, he was like, I don't know if I like it, da-da-da, whatever. And then it ended, and he goes, that was such a good ending to the first season. What? I, and I think that what is hard for people is, especially with original content, um, you there's, like, a buy-in period, right? You have to, especially if something is intending to be a longer-running show... Like, you have to set up all these characters. I think that's why a lot of people didn't like Parks and Rec season one. Because it's like, you are you have to show who these people are and, like, make the audience fall in love with them. And that takes time. Yeah. And sometimes that takes the whole first season. And so you get to the last episode of the first season and you're like, I don't even know if I like this. But then, like, there's enough action yeah. in the story to propel it to a second season that you're like, oh, shit, I love this. But I like Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's very funny. He's finally playing a gay man, which let's go. More power to him. Um, and yeah, it. I've seen some people comparing it to Sex in the City, and I mm. absolutely understand where they're coming from. And I agree. Like very similar energy, and it's fun. I don't know. I think uh, it's not for the faint of heart especially if you are not in the way that sex in the city is not like if you're not comfortable talking about casual sex, you're not going to enjoy this show. But okay. if you That's are good... sex positive, um, you'll enjoy it. Good. We love that. We're sex positive on this podcast. I'd say makes me cringe saying that out loud, but we are for sure. Thanks Should dad. Be, Hello. Hi everybody. Hi, my family. Sex is okay. Oh. Listen, Hi, everybody. If you want to have a conversation about it, family, let's have a conversation about it. I'll give you the benefit of, mm. not the benefit, but like the, like, I was never given a sex talk as a kid. I was given mm -hmm. an American Girl Doll BU book and was told, like, listen, I want to know how many people really got that book. I want to know statistic numbers on how many people, how many books was sold because every female I've ever talked to knows exactly what Body by You, American Girl Doll book I'm talking about. Absolutely. Every And I still have mine. Do you have yours? A hundred percent. It's at my parents' house. Yeah. Have it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And don't get me wrong. It's a great book. Like I of do course. think it did a great job of preparing me for puberty and like mm -hmm. a very uplifting and anatomically correct way. Yeah, but I, I also agree. think that, you know. Listen, that was ahead of its time, I think. Absolutely. For it to be out, because there was like, there's some graphic tampon cartoons happening in there. And yeah. they did not shy away. So God bless them. Absolutely. That's, I mean, I would argue most people our age learned how to put it in a tampon or like 
learned what how to use deodorant yeah how to use you like anything or that like yeah. you learn about pubic hair and you learn mm-hmm. about like your boobs won't be the same size like yeah as you like you learn all sorts of things that it's i don't know maybe i'll bring it on our ketchup only listen i think it's great idea yeah well educate the watchers the viewers it's true ketchup only wednesdays at 8 p.m central time i'm telling you it's the place to be we go live and people chat us and it's absolutely wild it's so Get fun in while it's still fun yeah come talk to us while you still can at some point it's gonna be one of those situations where like we only talk to people that pay us because like that's how they get at a certain point on twitch it's like the only way they'll interact is if you're like sending the things or like subscribing to the channel and being part of the whatever sorry guys we are going to be that famous so either support us now or be upset about it later those are your options two options so hannah do you have a new roommate oh um actually i do have a new roommate he is also our audio editor so Emmett is now my new roommate welcome home honey welcome home dude thanks for uh being here and now I can harass him the entire time he's editing our podcast thank god someone needed to be I mean honestly work-life balance but like gotta someone's gotta crack the whip and it's gonna be me it's gotta be right so yeah that's my big weekend news that was fun, moving people in 90 degrees. It was 90 degrees on the Saturday that I had to move most of the stuff. And then the big stuff had to get moved on Sunday, and it was raining. So it wasn't great. It didn't rain hard, but it was raining. You know, so everything's wet and humid. Yeah, moving is just, tough. Yeah. You're the best moving partner, though. That's... Thank you so much. I really, I have emergency moved now six people. Like, Incredible. where... Uh, Okay, so also this is, listen, so Emmett is our editor, as we know, so maybe he'll cut this out. But I went into that, like, bedroom, and I go, can I have a garbage bag? Or I said, can I have some garbage bags? And he goes, and he gets me two garbage bags to pack up all of his clothes. And I said, I'm going to need more garbage bags. And he came back with three garbage bags. And I said, if you come back here with anything other than the roll of garbage bags, I'm going to lose my mind. Because it was like five bags to do the closet, let alone all of the other. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, moving is terrible. And I can move anyone in any situation. I am the best mover. So brag. But if you need me, call me. Because I'll be there. But not for a month or two. She needs a break. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I can't do it right now. But... If you can wait, then September I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have this week's episode, next week's episode, and then we're on hiatus until September 2nd with season two of All Caught Up. But in season one, episode nine, which is this one, you guys are listening to us interview Swerve. Yes. Our friend from college. Yeah. We went to College of Swerve. He uh, is kind of an icon, I would say, on the Western Illinois campus. He is. Or he was, is. at least. Everybody I know that went to college that was, like, I don't know, not a total hermit. 
yeah. will recognize him and know no, him. No, 100%. If you yeah. went to the Ritz one time, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really funny story about the two of us, Swerve and I, that I'd like to share with you guys, but I'm not going to tell you until the end of this episode. So you have to listen to everything, and then in our outro, I'll tell you the story I'm going to tell you about the two of us. I love it. We'll see on the other side. See you on the other side. Race you there. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. We sure can. Can you hear us? I absolutely can. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? I am super tired. (laughs) I feel you on that. Are you, so are you, where are you now? You were in Miami over the weekend, right? Yeah. I was in Miami for a week. For a week straight, greatest week ever. Uh, but actually, I'm in Chicago right now. Cool. It cool. took so long to get back here, though. It was ridiculous. I was supposed to be back yesterday. What was your flight path? Did you have to? So basically, it was I was supposed to go from Fort Lauderdale to Baltimore mm-hmm. and then to Chicago. And then we get on the plane in, in Fort Lauderdale. And they're like, hey, we got to wait for our co-pilot. So like, we're gonna, my flight was supposed to leave at 520. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to leave about 6.30. It's like, so wait a minute. Is that really, like, that big of a shortage going on with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with our our pilot trees? But I get, so we get out of Fort Lauderdale, get to Baltimore. But as soon as I get to Baltimore, I go to my gate for my new flight, for my, collect, my connecting flight. They're like, oh, yeah, you just missed it by, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> it's like, what? Mm. So then I had to stay in the airport. I stayed in the airport all night. I ended up leaving at like 6 a.m. The next and my morning. Flight, yeah, my flight got uh-huh. into Baltimore at 9, 8, 9 p.m. So I was just running around the airport barefoot. I mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mo- move in. <laughs> like, but don't worry, though. They were cleaning the carpet, so I'm, I can assure you that it was, right. it was, it was, it was a clean environment. <laughs> Listen, I went... I no just told someone this over the weekend. I was in Portland and we took the red eye out of it. Mm-hmm. And it was so cold that I laid on the ground and I opened my suitcase and I laid my open suitcase over my body because it was so freezing. And I just sat there or laid there on the airport floor. So I completely understand. Sometimes you're just surviving out there. Yeah, no, they're like hospitals almost, man. It's right. Like yeah. Hospitals. <laughs> Truly. Nonetheless, though, it was a very... Uh, super fun experience uh, being in in Miami. One of my favorite uh, favorite I won't say vacation spots. My, one of my favorite workplaces. Should I say? Hey, Definitely I mean, if me. it's yeah, if you can consider it work, why not? So, was there what there was a music festival this past weekend in Miami, though, right? Yes, yes. The uh, music festival is called Rolling Loud, and mm. um. Somebody told me I should probably go to rehab for it because I'm addicted to Rolling Loud. I've been, <laughs> I go to Rolling Loud like twice a year, once in Miami, one in LA. Cool. And it's it's an experience. It's it's it's, it's definitely crazy, but like for the amount of money that you spend for it, it's like it's so worth it because you get three days of just like hard hitting X every single time. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's definitely I, uh, enjoyable. 
I've never been to a festival. I uh, would be what? so stressed out and sweaty. I couldn't ever be at something like that. <laughs> no, listen, it's not that bad. It's You're telling not- me you never went to like Lala in no. Chicago? That seems Many- surprising to me. That is I, would, very surprising. I barely, I barely would go to a concert. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. You don't do, you don't Social do Social anxiety. Yeah, no, listen, live music makes me sick. I it's awful. <laughs> what? I, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what does that even mean? Exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> you don't like hearing people pour their souls out over, over microphones and huge speakers to the no. hundreds of people, possibly thousands no, that, of people. It just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I think I see it moving from here. Yeah, just a little. Dude, that's crazy. No, I'm yeah. telling you. Like, I, I've i never been to Lala. Like, my actual first festival experience was uh, summer camp over in, um, summer camp over in, I can't, Chillicothe, Illinois. Which it was just like a, it's a, it started off as a very small festival turned to a super duper huge festival that like, you know, they got a bunch of jam bands and people doing hard drugs. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's nuts. And I try to, I, I avoid all the other stuff, but that I, I once met, like, you know, I met my, my love for music festivals there and then hit rolling loud and never turned back. <laughs> Good. Hey, once you find something you love, you got to run with it. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I'm pretty sure, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller or whoever her name is from Sex in the City says that. But I don't know. I don't watch Sex in the City. I just, I see <laughs> that on so, uh, wait a minute. It sounds <laughs> like you might. <laughs> no, I've seen that on Facebook in the meme. Mm-hmm, Facebook. <laughs> is it, wait, also, is it Sarah Jessica Parker? Is that I'll, the name you were searching yeah. for? Yeah, no, 100%. I just... <laughs> Don't uh, I got my '90s characters mixed up there? Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised you pulled out Sarah Michelle Get- Geller, though. Is that? Yeah. That's an yeah. I'm like, as I'm saying it, I'm like, wait, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, Sarah Michelle, something like that. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Could be anything. Yeah, I'd believe it. I'd believe, honestly, any of like if you would have, yeah. If it's you're like, this confidence. is a person. Yeah, like if you say it with confidence, people believe you. Hundred percent. Like that's 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 how people get ahead. Yeah, no, hundred percent. People can lie right to your face, but they say confidently, you won't know until you know all the chips have fell on the ground. You know. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. Hell, man. So you said (laughs) you said you were in Miami for work. Um, what what kind of work were you doing down in Miami? Well, so so like whenever we go to like music festivals or anything like that. Um, you know, being a music producer, I want to try to network and find as many new people to work with as possible. And like some people go search for that type of thing, but like for some reason, the universe brings it straight to me, you know, like every single time. You don't so chase, like, you attract. Not exactly, manifestation. Ooh, yes. <laughs> we love. Oh my God, I've never been happier to have someone on a podcast in my life. <laughs> oh yeah, you got the one. The yeah, one. there we go. I even got bad dance moves to match, all right? <laughs> um, but so like we ran into a couple of the people that we already know down there. We got a couple of uh, DJ homies down there, uh, a couple of engineer homies. So we got to hang out with them. 
you know, put some stuff together. And then like two out of two out of five days was just dedicated to making music. So like, you know, I put together a couple different beats and you know, wrote a couple things out. And then me and my buddy Casper, we just kind of recorded a couple things, got it put together. So hopefully when it comes to you know, laying out the plan for what we're gonna do with all these songs, everything goes smoothly. But in the music industry, that does not happen. <laughs> unless you have millions of dollars. Right. Yeah, you Which, gotta get scrappy. Conveniently, I don't have millions of dollars, but got confidence though. Yeah, and someday <laughs> you will. Someday you'll miss when you were like, remember when we had to be so precious with like our time and our energy and our resources because we didn't have millions of dollars? Oh yeah, oh, yeah 100%. Then once we get it, it's like, hey, let's go to London and just throw a party for no reason and bring all the the famous people we know out. Deal. Then I just turned it to them. Manifest it. We're manifesting it. <laughs> Gotta snap it out. Gotta, <laughs> snap. Gotta snap it out. But yeah, so like, actually one of the interesting things that, uh, one of the interesting people I ran into, so I was walking into Rolling Loud, mm-hmm. and as I was walking in, there was this guy, he was walking with a, uh, a huge boombox thing, like on wheels, and lit up, and all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy was literally just walking and rapping his music. Just walking, rapping his music as loud as possible. And I looked at him and was like, man, that is the smartest thing I've seen in a while. Because even if nobody's really listening, mm-hmm. there's hundreds of thousands of people walking this path for three days straight. If you're doing this for three days straight, somebody's going li- to somebody's gonna stop and say something to you. Like, hey, yeah. what is that? And then you just got to stream from that. Like, I, I had to stop and was like, bro. This is super smart. He was like, man, you want me to be honest with you? He was like, yeah, sure. He was like, this is the first time I've done anything like this in my life. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I'm a very shy person. I don't do this at all. Mm. And I was like, so this was the first the first market employee you thought of? Was to yeah. just, just jump up into the one of the biggest music festivals in Florida and walk around with your music? So yeah. I'm like, you're a genius. Yeah. Well, so, like, that's the kind of confidence that you need that so many people don't have. I mean, I talk about it all the time with music and stuff. I just, like, I also think it's cringy sometimes when people are performing. But then I do it, and so I have a hard time separating, like, the embarrassment of it all sometimes. Yeah. Because it is so vulnerable to just, I mean, especially that guy just, like, walking around performing his stuff. For people that don't know him, I mean, I guess there's some, like, there's some good in the sense of, you know, it's almost easier to make a fool of yourself in front of strangers than it is people you know. So I see why that can be intriguing, but that is thousands of people that you're just like. So the the actual head count for Roland Loud, sorry, I have a cat attacking my foot. Oh. (laughs) Um. Stop. <laughs> um, so like there's o- over 212 people showed up. Over 212,000 people showed up for a lot. They have four stages, which I could just see. I could, Hannah, I could see your face slowly like melting off. Like, oh my God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a no from me. It's an absolute no from me. Four stages, so there's you, four so, things happening at once. Yeah, 
Well, they they like kind of like put them out a little bit, like where somebody will be performing, and they'll like there's a, uh, there's a couple of hard choices to make, but outside of that, like they spaced it out pretty well, so you can check out some of the unknown people. By the way, this is what was attacking me. <gasps> That's the tiniest little kitten I've ever seen in my entire life. He's not that tiny. I just have hands, big hands. Oh, is that okay? That checks out. <laughs> that is so Ow. cute. No, he's horrible. His name is Butterball because he's he's a chunky little monster. Oh, <laughs> little Butterball. Yeah, little Butterball. I love that. But yeah, no. So I met. So I ended up linking in with, in with this guy. I was like, look, man, I don't know where you're from. But if you get this, you got this type of drive for music right now, mm -hmm. I I want to work with you. Yeah. So I'm hoping in the next couple of, next couple of days after I get through my through the rest of this week, I can sit down and talk with him a little bit. Turns out he's from uh Westmont, Pennsylvania or something, something like that. Just like yeah. We, yeah, little tiny Pennsylvanian town. Random. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's never Who been knew? there before, but mm, I would love that's to. okay. Yeah. I mean, there's some fun parts like Pittsburgh and Philly are fun. I mean, if you're going to like the major cities, it's kind of, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty. Well, like, we flew over the top of it. Cause yeah. I had to, I, my first flight was two. No, it wasn't Pittsburgh. Well, I, I can't, I forget what my first flight is, but like, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere in Pennsylvania. I don't know. But <laughs> I when I go to an airport, I don't necessarily think that I've been to the place because it's just, the, you know, I'm just in the airport. I don't get to see it. Yeah. But it was some pretty nice looking houses over in that, like over there. It was like super widespread. Like it was like very spaced out. It looked like where all the rich people live at. Mm. They all, all those houses look like uh, golf courses. Yeah, because there's just so much land, and just, then this big old like mansion, like in the back of it or in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know why rich people like to have sand just in certain places of their like their house, but there's just sand yeah. sand pits and sand dunes everywhere. <laughs> but it was definitely cool though to see it. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. A lot of those states are very similar. Well, I feel that way about the Midwest too. A lot of them feel very oh, similar. Oh, ab so. absolutely. Like Indiana, Indiana is just like that that weird little brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, but like I like don't get me wrong. I like I, I like Indiana, but like I've been to some places in Indiana that have been very like, hmm, um. um yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, Maddie, uh, Maddie, where are you from? I don't remember. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> what part of Indiana? Um, so I'm from Columbus, Indiana. It's okay. basically halfway between Indianapolis and Louisville. Um, so like the bottom. But okay. it's like in the, yeah, south southeastern sort of. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's hard because, like, the only people I really know that, like, I went to school with at Western or anything that were um, from Indiana were from, like, the Tri-Cities or whatever it is. That's basically Chicago. Okay. So I feel like anyone that was from Indiana there was, like, 
basically from Chicago. And so Indiana just felt like Macomb. I mean, where I'm from is very like Peoria kind of energy. Yeah. Honestly, though, like Peoria in general, like I feel like it's just a very, it's a very odd place. It's very odd. I don't know if you've ever like really got to sit down and experience it, but it's different. It's very different. So like I'm gonna just take that as where you're from is very different weird place. Yeah, it's like it's very suburban. Um I don't know. And it's changed a lot. I've not lived there since I graduated high school. Like I never moved back or anything. Um, and so anytime I do go back, I'm always a little surprised with like how much it has come along, you know, just in like, we didn't even have a Chipotle when I was there until like college, but it's not like we were a small place. It's just like, we didn't have a ton of like that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, no, it's I, a I fine place. The, honestly, like Indianapolis is a cool city to go to. But other than that, there's not a whole lot in Indiana that's worth going See, to. I, I think my favorite place in Indiana is actually Fort Wayne. Yes. Okay. Fort Wayne's cool. The, the fort the fort is definitely one of my favorite places just because like I've had so many like cool experiences through music there. Mm-hmm. Uh, met some Met some really hard hitting people. And, like, I had some, like, weird, like, kind of spiritual experiences over there as well. So, like, mm. like so while me and my buddy Casper in college, we went, like, randomly, this guy hit us up on Facebook was like, hey, we like the, how you guys perform and stuff. We want you guys to come on, like, a four-city tour through Indiana. And I was like, okay. We're All in right. college. Why not? Yeah. So we uh, took a bus over there. We ended up getting to Fort Wayne. And then we were sitting outside this bus station. And this lady walks up. And she was just like, she kind of looks at us and was like, you guys are really special. And I was like, this lady is high. She's got it. Like, <laughs> she's, 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 she's off her rocket right now. And like, she just looked at us and was like, you guys have this weird um, you have this weird light emitting from you. And I was like, it's pretty early. It's probably the sunrise behind us, if we be honest. <laughs> but nonetheless, this lady was just like, she was hyping us up, giving us like this energy, man. And like, it made my heart feel a certain way. Cause like, this is a person I never met in my life. Never met. Mm-hmm. And it, like, and she just yeah. like gave me this like weird, um, I don't know what's the word, like this weird, like, hype up out of nowhere and so like ever since then i've like really enjoyed going to fort wayne because like i've had like small experiences <laughs> yeah. like that every time i go over there like every nice. single time it's just always like a weird person saying weird things to me and Love i don't automatically think they're high i mean right. they probably <laughs> are i mean hey it's your life do what you want but just keep hyping it up. Keep hyping us up over here. Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want as long as you're hyping us up. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, without a question. Because, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, there's, like, a, a this, like, weird thing going on in the world where everybody's, like, kind of trashing each other. Mm-hmm. So, you don't get enough chance to hear high praise from people, you know? Yeah, true. Like, I feel like people don't give as much as they should when it comes to, like, trying to bring other people up. Like, I'm real I big think, on positive energy. 
Someone's got to be. I'll put the I'll I'll volunteer tribute to be the the positive good. Good. Should. No, I love that. I agree. It's easy to get stuck in like the negative spiral just with everything that's always happening. It feels like that's what we're inundated with. But it's nice having folks that are actively trying to you know keep the energy and the vibes high because that's the only way that things get better and you know there is well, light but yeah. well, like we're very I, I feel like we're very uh energetic creatures as, as human beings like we have to be you know feeding off the energies of others because yeah. like if you think about a lot of the negative people that you know they're probably like around a bunch of negative people all the time mm-hmm. and then sometimes it just kind of like hop over to where you are and it's like all right bro like i feel like this negative energy's gotta like you gotta bring it down a little bit. yeah yeah it'll hijack at wherever it is you know it's like it'll hijack the vibe yeah absolutely hijack the vibe <laughs> write that down listen i like that um so in terms of uh music you said you're a producer you also dj um tell us about that just like what where what have you been up to i mean we both i i guess i can work kind of out of order here we all went to western illinois university together and uh i believe my first memory of you is probably djing at the ritz and or just checking my id Yes, <laughs> that that's kind of was my my claim to fame, man. <laughs> After a while, like you know, as far as DJing going, like honestly, the the crazy part is that like I didn't really start taking it serious until like a couple of like I said like the beginning of last year, where I was like, you know what, I'm actually kind of good at this. Like, why not mm-hmm. just you know go forth with it? So, but yeah, no, I I mean, so when I was at the Ritz, actually, um. I got kind of pushed into a position. So like I was the bouncer at the wrist as everybody knows. But once I, um, once I ended up being there for a while, they were like, Hey, like we need you to start finding us DJs. And I was like, all right, it's weird. I don't really have experience with that, but I'm gonna try. So I started hiring DJs and then, you know, we had some bad apples and then we had some, some of the best DJs that we've ever found. And like, as I was going through the transitions of working with these different DJs, I was like, man, you should do this stuff. They're like, oh man, I don't know how to do that. Like as far as like transitions and like, you know, master songs together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, it's not really that hard. Cause I was already a music producer at that time. Like I was already like producing. Eight, I was like already like six to eight years into my, my music pr- career at that point. So it was like, bro, it's not that hard. Like what, why, why is it, why are you guys making the big thing? So going through that stage of hiring all these DJs, I kind of was just like, you know what? Let me let me try this out because like I'm telling these people it's not that hard. Maybe like maybe it is that hard. And then like literally I just started doing everything that I said I wanted them to do. And they were just like, oh, man, you'd be a good DJ. And mm-hmm. then here we go. Here we go. That's how you, that's how you start the DJ career. Nice. So you were producing before that. I guess, I mean, that makes sense that you would go in that path, but I almost, I feel like it's more often that people are like, oh, I want to be a DJ and then realize as they're trying to do that, that like, 
they need to be able to mix and edit and you know yeah no sort of produce themselves so that's a big part of it that's like a super huge part of it because like with music production like once you learn like the the things the little things in that because like making music is actually pretty hard if you Mm -hmm. don't know a lot of stuff like you just can't hop in and just expect to be like Mozart or some like you know somebody like that but like I'm not a classically trained like you know pianist but like I know a little bit about music theory so like yeah. I just kind of went into that but then as I started learning about that stuff and like we're going into DJ everything's all about key like if you got stuff mm-hmm. in key and, and, and got stuff on the right timing it'll all work out I mean, mm-hmm. some things don't sound as good because there's, you know, big differences in BPMs, things like that. But it's definitely, um, it's definitely been a very, uh, a very interesting path going into all of this stuff. Because like early in my music career, I made some not so good songs and stuff, and like <laughs> I realized that I'm not a rapper or a singer. Definitely not a singer. No question about it. <laughs> Listen, we have to learn things about ourselves. Yeah, that's no, all we can do. A hundred percent. But like, it's it's a very yeah. Like I said, it's a very it was a very interesting way to go into all of this stuff. But like now that I'm in it, though, I'm very happy about it. And then, uh, oh, you had asked about the things I got going on. So I'm actually going to be DJing a couple different uh, events and things uh, over the next couple of weeks. So, cool. um. I'm going to be going over to Lollapalooza. I'm not going to be DJing at Lollapalooza. I wish. But mm-hmm. um, after Lollapalooza, we're going to be DJing a festival in Mendota, Illinois. Which, yeah, didn't know that was a thing. Like I've I heard know, of that. I don't know what Mendota means. But <laughs> <laughs> it's but called, they have a festival. So. Yeah, they do have a festival. And it's apparently going to be pretty big. So I'm uh, going to be DJing that. Then the next day. I literally have to go drive down to St. Louis. Uh, I'm gonna be DJing for a rapper named uh, Millsy Millies or something like that. He's on a, a national tour right now, so I'm gonna be going DJing a couple of those shows and then uh, back into Peoria, going to Peoria to actually DJ at a, a music festival down there. So just music festivals all over the place for the next couple. Yeah. Of weeks. Nice. Yeah. So you do is like music festivals typically the way or do you do a lot of like clubs or anything um, of that sort? I'm, do you do weddings? I, I do, uh, <laughs> I, that's what I'm trying to get into. I, I'm, I'm trying to expand my horizons as far as like um, picking certain types of music because that's yeah. where the bag is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to DJ my wedding? I don't have one coming up, but maybe one day you can DJ it. All right, you know what? I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah, I'm I need a DJ. All right. <laughs> but like, wait, listen. Like even premature. hey, wait a minute. Even if you're famous, you still have to. <laughs> you still have to do it. Write it can down. You, can you edit this out? No, it is. I'm saving it forever. <laughs> the internet. The internet is forever. Okay. All right, Hannah. I got you. I'll promise. I will write the. I will. DJ your wedding. Thank you. That's what I want to hear. I only charge you a dollar. <laughs> okay, and, love that. All right. Well. Oh, the kitty's back. 
Well, he's been terrorizing everybody here. That was my sister, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a cameo. This cat is a real, you know what? You little sharp clawed little person. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, no, like that's that's just some of the things I had coming up with the DJ scene and all things like that. But I'm just blessed to be able to do this stuff right now, especially yeah. on top of the millions of jobs that I have. Yeah. So tell yeah. us about some of your other jobs. Mascot handler. Yeah. Indeedy. Yeah. So that's honestly my favorite job, right? Yeah. Like, not even gonna lie to you. So oh, like yeah. I um so I was I've been working with the Cubs. This will be my second season now. So my first season I was doing security. And, you know, security's fun because you know I get to meet lots of people. And you know, I like to airdrop my my like Instagram and like links to my mixes into the crowd because yeah. that's so smart. Hey, listen, gotta keep up with the times, gotta keep up yeah. with the times. So I was doing that, and then I was like, Man, you know, I think I would enjoy being a Cubs employee for a while. So yeah, you know, the next season came up, we we're doing training, and there was an application for mascot handler. I was like, I don't know what that means, but mascot <laughs> i mean that just sounds like fun right so uh, right applied for it got the interview so uh clark called me and uh he was like yeah dude you seem like the greatest person to do this so like yeah why not come on in literally got hired like two days later it was nice it was, it was crazy but man when i tell you this job is fun like we literally get paid to run around and just bring joy to people and since he can't talk because he's a, a cub i have to do all the talking for him which is my favorite part because i love talking yeah. you, you haven't noticed that's perfect but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we get to meet like famous people and all that stuff like you know sometimes yeah. interact with the players and it's just it's just super like it doesn't feel like a job no. It doesn't feel like a job at all. Like I've got to meet Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame players. You know, I got dapped up by the coach one time, and like I kind of freaked out because I'm a huge Cubs fan. Like I don't know if my hat shows yeah. you <laughs> or not, but uh, super huge Cubs fan. I've been a Cubs fan all my entire life. So yeah. the fact that I get to be on the field hanging out every single day, like well, not every single day, but whenever we have home stands, it's like. Like, why wouldn't I want to be here forever, you know? A hundred percent. I mean, if you're already a fan of the team, like, you are getting, you're going to games, you're, you have the best seat, like. Yeah. What a, what a dream. That's so fun. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's definitely been one of those things, like, um, the, 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 the mean celebrity part, so it's like my fun, like my favorite part, because like, they want to talk to Clark so bad, and then they're just like. Hey man, tell him to say something to me. It's like, nah, you gotta talk to me. All right, I'm his bodyguard for for this <laughs> evening. So like, you gotta just deal with me. I'm sorry, yep. I'm not as cool as he is, but right. I'm getting there. I'm close. Yeah, I got to, got to meet Candace Parker from the uh, she's from the uh, Chicago Sky, and she is such a tall woman. <laughs> oh, I oh yeah, no, she. I thought I was tall, and then she like tapped me on her shoulder and called me honey, and I was like, "Yes, Amazon lady." <laughs> <laughs> and then she like 
tried to dunk on me. It was, it was crazy. It was an experience. But then I got to meet Jim Belushi, too. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's so very cool. cool. Yeah. This is one person I want to meet, though. There's one person so far I just need to meet. That's Bill Murray. I need to see Bill Murray. Bill Murray, if you are listening, we're going to need you to go to a Cubs game and ask to speak to Clark. Absolutely. You'll end up, <laughs> You'll yeah, end no, up I, getting <laughs> Because like that's like that's that's my man. Like he's he's such a huge Cubs fan. It's like yeah. You know, like he is iconic to the park, just as just as iconic as Clark is to the park. So mm-hmm. I just feel like it's it's a long time coming for us to, you know, just kind of cross paths. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he, he's gonna show up at some point and you're gonna meet. I can see that. Like sooner rather than later. Well, we're going to keep our fingers crossed for so, it. From your lips to God's ears, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I know he's listening. <laughs> definitely know he's listening. He's always listening. He's always yeah, watching, he is. too. Just like Santa. Is Santa be- really, though? Oh, listen. Children, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I have more concerns than the Santa doll. Yeah. <laughs> we are a family-friendly podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah, Sometimes. no, that's but yeah, now that's just one of my favorite, like one of my favorite jobs out of like the 30. <laughs> like literally, I, I feel like I just work everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a hell of experience though. Definitely love it. Um not to be, you know, the black rain cloud, but I just want you to know that um, when I went to a Cubs game and Clark came around, I actually burst into tears because I'm terrified of mascots. <laughs> so I'll cry. I'll cry every laughing. time. I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I'm laughing is because that happens way more than you think, just because, like, it's a six five. Bear. Yeah. 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 Like just a large bear, which I mean, it's natural to be, you know, a little taken aback mm-hmm. by something so large. But right. he's really a nice cub. He'll give you stickers. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, well now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like was at an Oberwise one time and the cow came out and there's a picture of me sitting there with my ice cream, just like terrified. And the cow is like right behind me. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. All right. I'm not, I promise I'm not laughing at you. Just sit <laughs> <laughs> That's I fair am though. laughing at you. I said, I, I didn't know Oberwise, I didn't know Oberwise had a, uh, a mascot. Mm-hmm. They have a big cow. I thought Chick-fil-A had a big cow, too. They do? They do. Yeah. That sounds creepy. Kind of creepy. Overwise was first. Cow well, Overwise is quality, though. Quality milk. Yeah. Never. It is quality milk. Have you had their like, chocolate milk? Yes. That's the milk I was speaking of. I don't so think I fast. know what you're talking about. Just so What? It's an Illinois thing. Is it? Yeah. It's like Illinois, Wisconsin, and like. Wait, I do. They sell that milk at Giant Eagle, and that used to be the kind of milk that Ben would always buy. He would always get their orange milk. 
They have okay, gross. Milk? Apparently, yes, gross. I like their chocolate milk though. Um, chocolate milk is so good. I'm still stuck on his orange milk because where is yeah. it? I mean, he had it. We found it at Giant Eagle, which is a grocery store. It's, I think it's like, I don't know. It might be Kroger uh, family. Over in, over in California? In Ohio. Oh, in Ohio. When we were in Ohio, yeah. Okay. I looked up the brand and I see their bottles. <laughs> well, like the glass. Yeah, like my mom actually used to get the uh, get it like like delivered to our house. Like that was my first time having a milkman. Yes, it was, it was really weird. Yes, yeah. we did that too. My mom and dad would leave a cooler out on the front porch, and then the milkman would come, and then in the morning they would bring the milk in. Yeah, no, it, like I didn't think milk milkman were weird, like were real until. Yep. I That's was just, wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. That's so funny. That is a fun childhood shared experience. I love that you had that. That's yeah. so cool. Because <laughs> I was like, nobody had that. Nobody had milk delivered to their house. That's insane. No, I thought like, literally, I didn't think that was a thing. Like, my mom used to talk about it as a kid. And then like, bam. Like, we got milk showing up. Chocolate milk in a glass in a glass container. Yeah, mm -hmm. fancy. Elite. Yeah, no. Now, if only I could get like my my groceries really delivered like that, but I live in the hood, so I can't. Mm -hmm. People people mm -hmm. taking stuff. You hate to see it. Yeah, that does suck. <sighs> well, I yeah, I mean, I always I always say I'm gonna get my groceries delivered, but then I have two like I get. I, I can't make it from start to finish ordering everything I need. I need to go into a store and like look, or I end up missing half the stuff that I. Well, that's the beauty on. of it. That's the beauty of going shopping is that like yeah. you literally get to go in and waste at least an hour and a half to two hours of time looking at stuff you know you're not gonna buy. Mm -hmm. Like the majority of the time I walk into a Walmart, I have I have a list already. And I never actually like get the things on the list until like the very, very end. Cause I'm always mm -hmm. looking at others just like, oh man, do I really need a, a diffuser at my in my house? Hmm. Looks sure pretty might. nice. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, we got three vacuums. Do I need another bristle? Maybe. Maybe this one's new. I yeah. get that. I'm that way too. I like to just see what my options are. I don't always want them, but I like to see what my options are. Oh, absolutely. So, Hannah, where are you at now? Are you in Chicago? Well, that's such a great question. I am in the suburbs of Chicago. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be cool to see you sometime. I don't know. Yeah, listen, I own a house. Come out whenever. <laughs> well, we already established that. Yeah, just go ahead and just say the address. Real yeah, quick. If yeah. You wanna just give quick. <laughs> if you'd like to direction. join me, I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> listen, don't follow the Google directions because they take you up a big, scary hill. That's all that I'll tell you. Fun. Yeah. That sounds actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we tackle your astrology really quick? I think we should. Uh-oh. I'm looking well, at your chart. This We're is looking scary. at... Listen, I'm going to finally read a chart the correct way for the first time. So <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Your sun is a, in Gemini. Indeed. Your moon is in Scorpio. 
Indeed. which is tough. I'm going to be honest. That's tough. And then your rising is Capricorn. Also tough. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. I think this is a great chart. Okay. So what does the Capricorn mean though? Okay. Listen, so your rising Capricorn is like, yeah, your rising is very much like your, what you give, like what we see from an outside point of view. Um, it's wow. like how you interact with the world, if you will. If a stranger sees you, this is what they're seeing in you. And in Capricorn, like, I would say you having a bajillion jobs is like very Capricorn energy, just like the hustler mentality, the um, like work, work really hard, but like also passionate stuff. Um, Capricorns are, I think they're, did you say, fr oh, he said friendly. He's talking about his video games. Most of my best friends, <laughs> two of my best friends are Capricorns. My brother-in-law is a Capricorn. I love Capricorns. I feel like they're super organized, um, or at least appear to be. Um, and, okay. <laughs> and, and yeah, I don't know. Do, what do you have to weigh in on Capricorns, Hannah? I think mean, they're <laughs> so mean. <laughs> they are okay so everyone always talks about how scorpios are mean but i think the meanest signs are actually cancers and capricorns and they are the mean mommies and daddies i think capricorns yeah. are the mean daddies of the astrology my best friend one of my best friends ej is actually a cancer and i can confirm one thousand percent no questions asked he's like he's one of those people that are very um in your face when it comes, like, especially if you're wrong about something that he told you, like, he's like, oh, yeah, no, like, you shouldn't do this because it's blah, blah, blah. And if you're wrong, that's the next, that's the what you're going to hear about for the next, like, three weeks. Sure. But okay, so, like, but one thing I'm really interested mm -hmm. to know from you guys, why does everybody hate Gemini's? Okay, well, they're misunderstood. <laughs> Everybody's right. like, they're two-faced, they're whatever. And it's like, yeah, okay, duality, but I don't think it's inherently a bad thing. Every sign has an unevolved version, and Geminis are easy to pick on because the unevolved version is being a two-faced bitch. It's true. <laughs> it's so like literally there. Well, yeah, but if you're not doing that and you're not that way, I love... I. I'm an air sign, so I like all air signs. Listen. I think Geminis are, like, I think they're great. Thank you. That's the first yeah. time I've ever heard anybody speak nicely about Gemini. They're life. known so, to be, like, super ADHD and yeah. a little scatterbrained, which is interesting with your Capricorn, because then right. it's, like, the two balance each other out. Yeah, no, it's, 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 just, it's a constant struggle all the time. I have so much unfinished music just sitting in my laptop. Because I'll be sitting there making something, mm -hmm. and then, man, oh man, this I got a great idea, and then bam, save that, and then next thing you know, I'm working on an entirely different project, different vibe, and it's just all like all over the place. It's all nuts. over the place, yeah. That's literally the the story of my life, all over the place, it's spread thin like jelly. See, it's nuts. Oh, see, and I will say I love I love a Gemini because it's an air sign and I'm a fire sign, so I love them. You guys just hype up the fire sign, get me out of control, too obnoxious. I love an air sign. That's why Maddie's good for me. Absolutely, I feel like y'all have like a a cool di dynamic here. Where like 
you're both very out, like, well, I won't say super outspoken. Maddie, you're very, like, you have, like, this enigma going on. Like, we're, like, you're just, like, this, hold on a second, this piece of tape is really Listen, whatever you say, you better say something better about me. So, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck's coming out of your mouth, but you better fuck up for me. (laughs) I, I swear I got you. But like you got so like you got this enigma where like you just kind of got like oh it's very like cool like straightforward like vibe right and then you have little miss (laughs) little miss vulgar here (laughs) but it works it works out because the vulgarness that you have is like it's so overly entertaining it's ridiculous. Like, I literally stalk your TikTok just because of the fact that, like, you put up stuff that is just like, so what's the, like, what the fuck is going on? What, like, <laughs> is she okay? <laughs> no. The answer is no. <laughs> Listen, if I do something and I'm like, this might make one person laugh, I'll post it. I will post anything that I, if I laugh at it, it's getting posted. Well, I feel like, yeah, that's that's how it should be, though. Because, like, if you could laugh at it, everybody else can. Now, right. the only thing I will say about you, though. Oh, is here that, we like, go. I'm cutting have, this. No! <laughs> no, 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 listen. I'm going to tell you, you have an unhealthy obsession with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me help. <laughs> I really was like this is going to get deep and you know I, what it still did it still did yeah. like, Damn, we have lasted so long without being diagnosed <laughs> 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 and, and you're like she's mentally ill but for Nicolas Cage <laughs> yeah no 100% like my for you page was like there was like three days there's like where literally it would just be popping up you doing memes with Nicholas Cage's face in it. And I'm just like, all right, bro. You need to calm down. No, it's so good. It's so good. It's my favorite, favorite running joke, but it's not a joke, even a little. No, your face is getting red. Like I love it. I love him. When did you become infatuated with Nick Cage? I have been watching Moonstruck since I was a child. So I have been in love with him since I was a child. And then he was in National Treasure, blew it out of the water. I mean, that was it for me. That was and then I went, I went back as an adult and watched Con Air. That was you know, it. That seems to be the one that gets everybody. It's I mean, my God. Have you seen it? I have. But, you it's know. It's nothing better. There's nothing better. He's in a, I can't say, I almost called it something bad, but I'm going to call a white tank top a white tank top. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. I know. <laughs> I'm going to call it a white tank top. Uh, yes. He looks so hot in that white tank top with that long hair. Please, any day of the week, any day of the week. Dude, that is so wild. So, like, <laughs> well, Maddie, let's see. Who do you have an unhealthy obsession with? Like, it's like, uh, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum? Uh, I do Ooh. like Jeff Goldblum. It wouldn't be him. My obsession would probably be, I don't know. I like Adam Driver. I think he's pretty cute. I like. I'm a. I'm one of those Pete Davidson gals too. I won't lie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tragically, really into that. Just 
almost dying thing he has going on with his face. It's hot. Um, it's like really hot. I feel like I have an unhealthy obsession with very tall women. Like in mm. general, if, if a woman's like six foot, yeah, no, it's crazy. Like that's it. Candace Parker, love her. Like. Love her. Pretty much the entire WNBA. I'm, I'm actually keeping the WNBA in business. I'm, I'm like buying jerseys and all that stuff. It's crazy. Ooh, yeah. listen, show support. They know who to. Yeah, they know who to thank. Yeah, no. Nah, so, Candace, if you're listening, I need courtside tickets, babe. <laughs> courtside tickets. <laughs> please plug, Pretty plug, please. help. Um, listen. So we've got three minutes and we yeah. have to go live on ketchup only which okay. is the stream um so we will wrap this up subtly by saying thank you for joining us on the podcast we loved having you and also we'll thank have- you in advance for joining us on ketchup only because we love having a guest on there mm-hmm. well it looks like i gotta open my twitch account yeah, you do. Yeah. You're going to have to. No. Yeah. Thank you. It was, it's been so fun chatting with you. And I have a feeling we're going to have you back on the show because you're just too easy to talk to. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm here for. I love it. Like, I love being able to, you know, just sit out and hang out with Buds, you know? Yeah. That's what it's about. And that's what we love doing. We just love catching up. Yeah. No, that's all. Now we're all caught up, aren't we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, well, I don't know. I guess you've been here. How was the episode? Did you enjoy it? Did you like interviewing? Was it good? Yeah, was it good? Yeah, I think this episode was so fun. We, I said it to him when we interviewed him, but I want to have him back. Yeah, he was so fun. And he had that little kitten that kept popping up, and it was just so cute. So, Butterball, if you remember i believe something like that yeah something like that so cute um but i know you're here for the juice i know you waited all this time and you want to hear the story about the two of us Mm -hmm. well i never asked him permission if i can share the story so i'm actually not gonna be able to so that's the joke you came all the way here and there's nothing for you no i'm just kidding i'll tell you the story so what happened was i was at the forum which is a bar in western and I don't remember how this happened or what led up to it, but I have a someone sent me a video, so that's how I know this happened. There's a 10-second long video of our guest, Swerve, and I just swapping spit on the dance floor. Um, but the best part about it is Swerve has a lit cigarette being held behind <laughs> my head. And it is the best video. And you know what? Maybe we'll load it onto the Patreon and maybe you'll see it there. That's brilliant. No, I was going to tell Sean to just like toss it right here. No, that's you have to pay for that. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bonus content. This is the first time we can make people. Yeah. For $1. (laughs) Yeah, for $1, you can see. The guest and I have a lit cigarette behind my head, swap and spit. It's the best video that exists of me. It's truly iconic. I wonder if he remembers that. I wonder if we shouldn't add this, but I think it's funny. No, I think it's great. You know what I mean? Okay, great. He seems like a shameless enough human. I think he's going to own it. I'm surprised he didn't bring it up. To be honest, he might not remember it. 
I hope he doesn't, because again, I didn't until a video was sent to me. <laughs> I don't have an active memory of it. I have a memory of watching the video of it. <laughs> so anyway, kids, don't do drugs and don't drink alcohol. R.I.P. to Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Um, thanks for joining us this week. We have one more episode before our break. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, downloading, doing all the things you know to do. Um, and we'll see you next week. See you next time. See you next time. You got one more week with us and then you got a break. Yeah. I know you need one. Do you think we're all caught up? I think we're all caught up. All right. Well, thanks for getting all caught up with me. Thanks. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye.